0: Hey, well good evening, guys. Thank you for coming out because I I know that a lot of people have been looking at this next chapter and they're going, "Oh, genealogy."
1: Oh boy.
0: Wonder how we're going to do a Bible study on a genealogy chapter.
1: Huh? We'll see. I at first
0: I thought, yeah, we'll we'll just fly right through here. But I do want to tell you, genealogies are important. But even though, even though they look like they uh, can be just a bunch of names there, um, ultimately genealogies are going to lead us to Messiah. That's really what what it's about. If you look in chapter 4, you know, last week where we were at was genealogy of Cain, which is really the ungodly line. We're looking at the the godly line tonight. Uh, In that line of Cain, even though we see uh, a line that represents uh, sin, and it represents uh, a line that is not uh, chosen by God uh, for salvation, ultimately, Uh, in that line, God still, in His wisdom and in His uh, great knowledge, uses men to uh, do a lot of things. And we saw some inventions and things that uh, appear for the first time. And of course, we see the uh, the tent dwelling, which was dealing with uh, livestock and animal husbandry, uh, not only agriculture that they had. And then we also see uh, musicianship, uh, instruments being made, also bronze and iron. We get into that, and that's within the the first part of the of creation of, of man. Uh, You also see poetry, and also in that chapter you see uh, multiple wives, polygamy. And so a lot of things uh, are going on at that time, a lot of advancements in technology, and at the same time we know that there is a lot of sin going on because man and his nature is going to do that. And whenever he's turned loose, uh, he will uh, continue to make that progress. So that was advancing. Uh, In chapter 5, you get a genealogy that is much more upbeat for us. Um, You have it from Adam to Noah. Um, Matter of fact, I think you're going to see some great insights in this chapter. Even in chapter 4, we saw some great insights uh, in how um, God used man there, even though they were ungodly. Uh, We have here really the only authentic history uh, that can uh, be recorded for us here, that has been recorded uh, here in Scripture. And I say authentic. People can come up with some ideas and thoughts, but this is from the creation to the flood. There's no record anywhere else that's like this. And we know when it comes to the flood, then uh, things change drastically. The whole face of the earth will change drastically. And so we'll see it It goes from Adam all the way to... Uh, Noah and and within that line you will see some names that are uh, godly names of course and one of them being Methuselah another one being Enoch who played uh, key roles in uh, God's making of this line and and how he continues it on and it's really pointing to the Messiah that's really ultimately where uh, we're looking at why don't we take uh, a moment and uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer Father, we thank you for this time. Thank you for this day that you've given us again. Uh, another time that uh, we can honor you, and glorify you, to uh, read your word, to hear about your word, to proclaim it. We uh, want to do that every day, using our time wisely. And as we see that uh, this godly line that you have set up that points to the Messiah. Uh, Of course, He is the one that uh, paved the way for salvation. And as we look back at time, we can see that these individuals were people just like us. People who lived a long time, who experienced the things of the world and experienced sin for a long time, but they also experienced Your grace. And uh, they proclaimed that and they worshipped You. And we thank You, Lord, for... um, this history that we have and uh, that we can use it to further our thoughts on who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, at the end of 4, remember the last two verses, Adam has relations and then Seth is brought up. Uh, he's been brought up once before. Uh, I mean, or, or we see him here. And, and then you'll see him in chapter 5. I mean, God has appointed me another offspring in place of Abel for Cain killed him. To Seth, to him also a son was born. He called his name Enosh. Then men began to call upon the name of the Lord. There's our worship. And that will introduce us right on into the descendants of Adam that go on this godly line. And, uh, of course, just to start it off, a couple verses here. This is the book of the generations of Adam. In the day when God created man, He made him in the likeness of God. He created them male and female, and he blessed them and named them man in the day when they were created. A couple of verses. the rest of the verses we're going to be dealing with uh, that genealogy, which is so important. It really is, and I hope after tonight we can say, yeah, I can see how that can be important. Uh, why would God put this here? You know just are we supposed to read this? are we supposed to go right through it? or what, what's the deal? Well, there's a time period. and, and this time period reveals. The age of the universe, it reveals the age of the earth. Um, We know that everything was created in in one week as far as uh, man being created on the sixth day. And and in this sense, we're going to see uh, a lot of aspects that uh, you wouldn't think anywhere else. Also, you're going to see that they live for a long time. We know that. But it shows that there had to be a big population Because if you live for hundreds of years, for instance, Noah uh, was 500 years before he had his first child, Shem. And then Ham and Japheth, we know. Uh, But you could be hundreds of years old before you have children. Or you could be in your 60s and have children and then continue to have them. Who knows? And then because people didn't die quickly, you're not having a turnover here rate uh, rate, uh, that is of as far as death is concerned, <laughs> and you're having people being born. And some people have estimated to be up into the millions and some even into billions, even as much as seven billion uh, at the time of the flood, which is a lot of people. And that's probably something along the lines of how many people we have now. It's hard to imagine that, but if people are multiplying, which they would have, at least two, three, four kids, probably more if you're living hundreds of years uh, right? So uh, Noah, we know about that. People reproduced. Not a lot of death. So that's uh, another thing that I think God is giving us here. Um, As far as death, we do see that, though. And you'll notice in this pattern, uh, after uh, they are born and they live and they produce, then it says, and he died. And then you go on to the next person, they'll tell about them in that same pattern, and he died. And he died. And we know why they die. They die because of Adam's sin. And uh, so that's just a, a little bit of a reminder. We know it's judgment here. It's judgment of sin. And so they're all going to die. But they live for a long time. And another thing that it does, it shows us that there is one of them who didn't die. And God provided him a way of, of escape from uh, the ordinary death. Uh, we know of Enoch. And he was just taken. Just taken right on up to walk, walk right off the face of the earth. Right on into the presence of God. Uh, however that may be, there was one who didn't die. Everybody else is dying. Uh, another thing that uh, we can look at this, which is the most important, we can trace the Messiah back to this line. This is the line of the promised seed. In that other line, we don't see the seed come from uh, that line. And that's from the line of of Cain. Um, Now, what's really important is that I think as we see exact numbers here, and we see ages of people, and not to be taken in a spiritual sense, but these are real people with real... Age numbers, um, exact numbers. I think Genesis 5 is very specific. And um, the ones who are listed as far as like Adam, and then Adam has Seth, right? And then, of course, Seth has Enosh. Uh, These probably are, I would tend to think these are the firstborn. They wouldn't necessarily have to be, but we know that the way that God usually operates, that firstborn is, you know, he, later on we see a, a, a double blessing, or second, a double blessing off of that. But sometimes he would take the second one and, and do something different. Um, but I would say, it, really, we're just seeing one that he's mentioning from each of these uh, men. Adam, Seth, Enosh. Uh, you have, uh, a whole, whole line. Kena, Mahalalel, Jared, Enoch, Methuselah, Lamech, and Noah. And all that's sequence. It's in a sequence. And I think what we're going to see is we're going to see precision here in God's Word, which I want to say in chronology, not always do we see every name listed in that. Like that comes from Here's a father, here's a son, then here's his son, then here's his son, and that takes everyone. Not always does it do that in chronology, so we have to remember that. But I'm going to propose tonight, this one is different than those kind of chronologies, uh, and I think this is rather fascinating, and so kind of stay with me for, uh, for a moment. Um, I, uh, I believe there's, there's something to this. If we were to turn to First Chronicles 1, for instance you're going to get this listing that we have in Genesis 5. The only difference, well, there's not as much detail, but he's going to bring out the same names. Uh, In 1 Chronicles 1.1, Adam, Seth, Enosh, Kenan, Mahalalel, Jared, Enoch, Methuselah, Lamech, Noah, then he mentions Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and goes on. So he starts off with that. So now we have the same listing in First Chronicles one one as we do in Genesis five. One thing to note, though, it doesn't tell the ages, doesn't tell like when they died or anything like that, but it does list in sequence, absolutely the same way that is mentioned in our Genesis five. Go to Luke now in the New Testament, and in Luke three. We have another chronology there, of course. And in verse 38, actually back it up around 36, uh, the son of, Canaan, which would be Canaan, the son of Arphaxad, the son of Shem, the son of Noah, the son of Lamech. Here we go. Noah, son of Lamech. And we're coming backwards, going back to Adam now. The son of Methuselah, the son of Enoch, the son of Jared, the son of Mahalalel, the son of Canaan, the son of Enosh, the son of Seth, the son of Adam, the son of God. Now we have the same listing there as we had in Genesis Five and First Chronicles 1. And there's no variation. We have that same sequence. Go to Jude 14. Now, you're not going to get a chronology there, but what you are going to get is something that I think is very helpful to us because Jude is agreeing with the literalness of Moses and the Chronicle writer and Luke. As he mentions one individual here in Jude 14, it was about these, it was also about these men that Enoch, in the seventh generation from Adam, now, there are a lot of people, the reason I'm going to at links with this, there are a lot of people that would say there are gaps between all of these individuals, which can mean hundreds of years, it could mean a few decades, it could mean thousands of years, and it could even be millions of years and billions of years between each some of these names. But what we have in Genesis 5 and in Chronicles and in Luke, and then Jude says in the seventh generation from Adam is this one Enoch. And if you count that in Genesis and the other genealogies, again, it's that seventh generation. You have a testimony here of three other writers. The most complete one is found in Genesis 5 because he's giving the, the, uh, when they're born, how long they live, when they die, who that one carrier on to that next line is. And I think that is rather detailed for us to be able to say, you know what? I don't think that gives us any room for any gaps whatsoever. And I am challenging, I know, some of the intellectual elite in the Christian realm, some great scholars, who will say that there are gaps in these, uh, this particular genealogy. It doesn't give us that room. At least all the way up to the seventh generation. There are no gaps. Uh I don't think we're challenged at any other point in Scripture about that being the case. Uh, another thing is because of the matter of years there, when they're born, when they died, uh, who was living uh, who had, and who had died. Um, matter of fact, I think it's very fascinating when you take Noah, for instance, and he overlaps Shem 400 years. Shem is his son. That's fascinating. Going on after the flood, there's another 400 years of Noah. Uh, take note of that. Abraham actually died before Shem. And if you want to look at some of the history of the Jewish writings, whether it be in, I'm trying to think of one of their sources, out of their, uh, really it's their Old Testament, the, um, the Tanakh. In some of the the writings. Anyway, they would, in in the way that they date things and going by some of their sources, uh, Abraham, who was much later, you remember Abraham, the father of the Jews, died before Shem. Shem could have told Abraham about the flood. Did you understand that? Shem, who, of course, he survived the flood, could have told Abraham about the flood. I, I want to extend that a little bit further. And let's go back to Adam. Adam would have known, or at least Methuselah would have known about Adam. Methuselah was living. Adam was still living when Methuselah was living. And so we, we go through that. If you have your sheets, if you have those uh, your second page there, there's a little chart. And that's... You will see Adam and Seth and Enish and Kenan all the way on down to Noah. Right uh, to the left of that, it shows the year that each one of them was born. Okay, Adam was born in year one. Okay, when, and he lived to be nine hundred and thirty. Right? He died in the year what nine thirty? Okay. Who's his son? Seth. Okay. He was born, and I'm not going to go through each one of these, but it's it's really fascinating. After 130 years of Adam, Seth was born. Who knows how many other children he had. We know he had Cain. We know he had Abel. Um, Abel is killed. We know there's Cain. We know there has to be daughters then, right? And so there's other ones out there. Population is growing. Seth lived for 912 years. So he actually outlived Adam, his, di- uh, his dad, but not uh, too much longer. About another 100 years that he extended on out. Anyway, that takes you to the year of 1042. Okay, okay. that's when he died. Adam almost went a thousand years, right? Um, if you take this on down and you go to Enoch, Enoch was born the year 622, so who's still alive? Adam is alive when Enoch is around. He's the one who walked with the Lord. I think it's just fascinating to think about this. He knew all these guys. Uh, or he could have. Uh, you would think that he probably talked to them. Um that was, he was born in the 162nd year of Jared. I'm just taking this out of Genesis or genealogy. After Jared was 162, he had Enoch. Enoch's dad is Jared. He only lived 365 years. Now, out of all these other guys, that is much shorter. That's about a third of what everybody else lives. <laughs> but God decided to take him. He didn't die, but that was it. That was uh, in the year 987, if you figure these out here. Uh, Methuselah, born in 687. Uh, Of course, he was born when Enoch was 65. Methuselah lived to be 969, the one that was reported the most. When Methuselah died, it was in the year 1656. Adam, still yet knew probably knew of Methuselah. They were both living at the same time. By the way, Methuselah's son, by the name of Lamech, which is in your chart there, right under Methuselah,
1: 874
0: years, just use these numbers that that we've been given, uh, he would have died 1651, which had been five years before that 1656. What's so important about 1656? Well, that's... When the flood was. I know this sounds interesting because most people would say you can't know when the flood was because we don't know how many years these genealogies are. But with all these numbers and everything in sequence, I don't know how you can read it any other way. Otherwise, God is leaving things out which wouldn't make any sense with these numbers. Um, Methuselah's name is interesting and there's a couple of different ways to go with it. Uh, it could be Man of the Javelin or Man of the missile." One I like even better is the first part of it means to die or to be dead and the second part of it means to be sent. He dies. It means he dies ascending forth. What's that mean? Well, when he's dead, it will come. Methuselah could have been, and his dad's name is who? Enoch. Enoch, who was a prophet, could have gotten that name from God or inspired some way to give him that name of saying he's going to be dying in the year of the flood. He's going to die and then the flood's going to happen. He's not going, as long as he's around, we're not going to have the flood. But when he dies, then the flood comes, and that—that's a way of, of taking it. I—I I know liberal scholars would definitely differ with this, and—and—and—and and, and, and even uh, objective uh, conservative scholars would would object to this. But uh, I know I'm going against the grain in a little bit, but I'm uh, realizing that taking these other genealogies, it's uh, kind of important. Yeah. Using Methuselah's name, right? Yeah, that's, that's kind of the idea of that meaning. And, you know, there's well, some discrepancy. There is not even
1: though, even though that's what the name means. There's a direct passage somewhere. Are oh, you not aware of it? I'll have
0: to look it up and see if I can find it. Okay. Dealing with Methuselah? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm not.
0: Uh... Well, okay, all right. So what you have is we, if we take Methuselah up to 1656, then then we back off a little bit. You'll you'll notice Noah comes um, after Lamech. Noah's father is Lamech. Uh Noah was born in 1056. Now that's we know. Um, that's 600 years before the flood. And we know that's right. He was 500 years before he had Shem. He was 500 years old. And, uh, we also know that, um, he lived to be, is it 950? I think. He lived to be 950 years old. Anyway, that would take him to something like about, somewhere in the vicinity of 2,000 years. From Adam to that time now that's that's taken in that in that sense if you, if one believes in a young earth and they take from these numbers that's where we're uh, we're headed there um, what's fascinating if if you have Adam living while there's let's say let's take Jared, for instance, Jared came around four hundred and sixty years after Adam was created okay he let's say that they got together and they talked. I think it's fascinating. What if they had a family reunion? They're related. I would tend to think they would probably know each other. It doesn't say they talk with each other, but it's a pretty good chance. And um, so if that be the case, what would Adam be talking about? I think the first thing he's going to tell them, well, I think he's going to tell them about creation, but he's definitely going to be telling them I am so sorry. Me and my wife were responsible for bringing all this mess here into this earth
1: every day.
0: What's that? Wouldn't it? He'd tell the exact details of how they sinned, what they did. They were disobedient. I'm sure every I'm sure he told it. I'm sure he told it to Seth.
1: But I, I do have a question. This is kind of off subject, but I just got to ask. It's bugging me now. Where are all the dinosaurs? Um,
0: well, they could, um, if 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 it be the case, if God wants them to, they can be uh, running around here in the same same uh, world, the same earth, maybe well, in the same area. The
1: reason I actually ask this is because this is nothing compared to what they teach in school. Right. You're right. But, I mean.
0: This is so unique, and that's why this little genealogy is incredible. In one little chapter, that blows away anything that's out there in secular history because they I mean, don't have the truth. If
1: you watch the History
0: Channel, <laughs> <laughs> see, he's making the point here, isn't he? You're,
1: you're, you're not. They're not even talking about Noah or the flood in 1656.
0: Noah probably really wasn't real. Matter of fact, they don't even believe in a flood, not a not a worldwide flood. Right.
1: That's right. Point. Yeah. Uh, if your hypothetical family reunion, <laughs> that, say that was with Jared, say it was in 560, uh, Jared was 100 years old. All right. Uh, that means all these five or six people listed here. We're still alive, and all of them had other sons and daughters. That family reunion could have been a million people. (laughs) Boy. You're right. You're You're absolutely right. (laughs) The family reunion would have been everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Because of the wonderful incest that's going on, so everybody in the world would have been there. I don't. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's right. The, that's right. The, the,
0: the family gatherings. They have the name tags, people you've never met, but they're related.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Easy, right? Not easy, but yeah. Very conceivable, we'll put it that way. Conceivable. <laughs> about Sarah being past, so even if even if they live now, Sarah's, living, but you know, um, it doesn't. I'm not sure how long their, I don't know, what's uh, it, fertility. <laughs> what had lasted Well, if Noah was 500, I'm thinking Mrs. Noah wasn't no spring chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's interesting that if you look at history, that might be. before birth control people tended to have between 7 and 10 children yep. on average. Mm-hmm. So that that, that's probably a good place to start. Mm-hmm. 10 mm-hmm. That's 5 million people in the that age of generation.
0: That's pretty and that could be very conservative. I don't think that's, that's stretching at all. And
1: because it, we we only have, you know, I mean, we have our fertility up to what, 40, maybe? Mm-hmm. 40 years. They're living hundreds of years. And I'm thinking if Noah was 500, I'm thinking uh, probably Mrs. Noah was close to that, at least 400. So, Amazing. Yeah. So she's already had 400 years worth of kids.
0: 400 years worth of kids, yeah.
1: Wow. And you know, the, the gospel story, It's multiplying quick here.
0: <laughs> In a few generations, would you say you had, you had it down to five or six? There, it's just a few generations. This is incredible. I know that he had to have given the gospel story. He had to tell them how sin got there. And, and let's, you know, let's say if he, we know he's going to give it to Seth, and Seth's going to give it to, you know, that's going to be passed down. I, you know, there's hardly a day that goes by. The older I get the more I think about how prevalent sin is just around me. And not just telling them myself, but I was, I was just uh, outside today doing the leaves again.
1: <laughs>
0: I can't believe these things. They don't end. You know, all the wind we had. I thought I was done. I, I really didn't. But and it was just all over the front yard. It looked like a storm had gone through, <laughs> which it did. But um, I'm going, you know, leaves death right and then i see my grass where there's supposed to be grass i like the grass coming up yeah it means i have to cut it but but there's a lot of spots where there's not going to be any grass coming up it's dead there there was crab grass fake grass weeds coming in you know dandelions come up Carolyn thinks it's a blessing she'll you know and she see and, and there's actually there, there's actually good things that you can use with dandelions
1: Huh?
0: I'm just saying that I call it a weed, but I think to you it's a medicinal flower. Dandelions. Yeah, but
1: we're
0: talking about leaves. Okay, leaves, yeah. dandelion. I was doing all that today, and the more I did the more I did that, the more I kept thinking sin. I, I was kind of going back on this chapter, trying to think about this, but you know, I can't keep from it. Even in the springtime when you're getting new life, still yet, you know, you, you think about death and you think about how sin just multiplied. And here it is. This is a godly line. These are people of God who worship God, but yet they all have that nature of sin. But. They're, they're redeemed people by the blood of the Lamb, which will come later. But they're chosen by God to be in this line. And you can imagine when they get together, you know, they got to be talking about the things of sin, uh, then the things of God, and how He's making a way. And they're looking for that one who will come out of that out of that seed, uh, that line. And you know, you you keep thinking about that, and it's like. Wonder, wonder how they worshipped. Wonder how close it was to kind of the way that we do. We we just look back at the cross, but they looked to one who was coming. They didn't have full revelation, but uh, boy, what a family reunion that would have been, uh, whether it be uh, a million, (laughs) five million, uh, or whoever was invited. Just you know the, but uh, you know you know that as, as they're sitting there, just young kids. 15 years old. They're looking at Adam, who's 700. <laughs> you know, And Adam is there telling them, I'm the one who's responsible for this, for bringing this. But I, I do want to tell you, there's hope. And here's the hope that God has given us. So that story had to be given constantly. You know, we can't hear the gospel enough, can we? And I'm sure they couldn't either. Because they saw all this sin and they they saw the ungodly line too.
1: if you did something that bad... Would you want to go around about
0: right? it? I wouldn't want to, but I don't think he had a choice. He was a marked man. They knew who he was. The oldest man
1: <laughs> on the earth. He couldn't hide. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. It, it really sparks just thinking about all this doesn't it and And the inventions that are going on advancement development these people weren 't cave people; they were highly advanced had great minds. I have to wonder how much more of a greater mind than they have than now I don't know if they did, but you know an important thing I think is this the 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 flood came in the year sixteen fifty six if you If you take those died in the years or or born in the year, whatever you know. Uh, it's according to this chronology that's given. If we just add that straight up, it'd be, if you add it up, no matter how many times, you should come up with sixteen fifty six. All right, using what we're doing, using saying this is precise. Let's say this this year is precise. Everything that God has given us here is that, and uh, the year which Methuselah died, it's by the same reckoning. It comes out with the same number, sixteen fifty six and using, okay, if we, if we want to jump a little bit out here, but a lot of expositors will use that Methuselah thing with that name. And names meant something, so if there's something to that, that just puts another nail in there. It's interesting to think of. But the the, the in other words, the history of the period bears out uh, the meaning then of Methuselah's name in that sense. Uh, as long as there's Methuselah, you're going to live, but there's going to be a flood... Whenever he, after he dies. Interesting. Um, By the way, you know what? There would only need to be four people. Now, this is incredible. If If you look at your sheets now, you only need four people to span the time from Adam to Abram. You say, how can that be? Well, you have Adam here. Then you have Methuselah, which takes it up to the flood, and the one that continues with that is Noah, right? And then Noah, or you could actually you could knock Noah out and put Shem there because Shem is dying or is living uh, long before the flood, right? I mean, he's like a hundred years old uh, when the flood happens, right? So you have Adam. You have Methuselah, then you have Shem, and then you're going to find Abram come along because they lived not so long. He lived to be, himself lived to be 175 years. They got to that time, and the hundreds of years now is boiling down to maybe under 200 and, and much less. And by the time you get to Joseph, it's, it's down to he's, he lived to be 110. So it's really shrinking now. It's shrinking quickly. But at this time, because they lived so long, you have Adam, you could take Methuselah, then Shem, and then you got Abram. That's how close, in one sense, that Adam was to that.
1: Okay, I have another question. Um, After the flood, Noah took him, his wife, and according to this genealogy, he only had three boys. So,
0: how did... They had wives. There were eight people on the ark.
1: Oh, so they had wives before the flood. Mm-hmm. Well, he doesn't say that. God had all this planned out. Now, how, how are we supposed <laughs> to know that? God
0: knows that. He says <laughs> he had sons. And how many people were on the ark?
1: I don't know, I ain't got it so okay. yeah, See? See, we're not in chapter
0: six yet, we're still in five. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: <laughs> there you go. But but you're at the place where you need to be, right? Why why are we saying all this? Well, can you imagine getting a creation account? Adam is giving that and it would be like a a great grandfather almost. You know, a great great grandfather or you could take it down a little bit further if you wanted to go all through that line. But you're getting a creation account right from the horse's mouth or the man's mouth. <laughs> I mean, what better way to get it from the man who was first created? Can you imagine then getting all that information from the one that was there? And even Eve, and Eve I'm, I'm leaving Eve out here, but uh, Adam was mentioned there, and of course he's representing her.
1: For Adam to be to say, well, you know, there I was all by myself, and then God put me to sleep, and then Eve came, and took me.
0: And we were in this garden?
1: <laughs> cool.
0: Then I was kicked out, and, and then look what happened all it this. It must
1: have sounded like a fairy tale after a couple thousand years. It yeah. <laughs> was. Wow. 930.
0: So, what do you have? You have accurate truth that's handed down, but we're not not, uh, talking about the Word of God. We know that Moses is given credit for writing these first five books. We know that. So it's written history. But it's not wrong to have accurate history that is handed down through tradition from word of mouth, especially when you're getting it If you're Methuselah, you're getting it straight from Adam or you're getting it from your father who, you know, whatever. But uh, I mean, but genealogy, I think, can give us great insights here as we think just logically. Well, here's some things that's probably naturally just happening. Um, So anyway, some interesting thoughts. The creation was about 4000 B.C., if you take it at this route, because. Abram is going to come at somewhere around 2,000. I do that as a round figure. Um, I, I, different places, you'll see that he it was like uh, 1844, 1878 BCE before the common era, as far as the Jews uh, were concerned. But we know that it's somewhere in that vicinity. I have these nice 500-year realms. Uh, you have Abram at 2,000. Nobody really argues with that very much. You, all you're going to do is be off a 100 years or so. So let's say uh, Abram at 2,000. Then you have Moses somewhere around the 1,500 realm. I think the law is in the 1450s, something like that. Uh, disagreements, but within, you know, we're talking tens of years or whatever. Uh, at a at 1,000, then you're going to have uh, David. And uh, then I bump it down to 600, 500. You think of Babylon being freed from Babylon. So little 500 increments can give you a timeline here. So that's another thing these chronologies do. They can kind of give you a timeline in the head of what, what was happening time-wise. Some people have difficulty in the Old Testament. And if you can get a, an outline or a, a, an idea of where these people were placed in history, biblical history then I think it helps us relate then to what was going on at that time. It's not so far. And so when we see Adam relating to an eighth generation, it's not so ridiculous to think that, oh, yeah, God was working in those those first thousand years. Look at that. Uh, All of these guys knew each other in this godly line all the way to the flood they could be talking about. So they knew when they worshiped, they knew what kind of sacrifice that God uh, had in mind. And all that was typology that was from Adam and uh, verse one. Okay, ready? We're going to fly through it. Ready? We just said it. We're going to do it quick now. (laughs) Okay, Moses is the author, right? This is the book of the generations of Adam. The book. Uh, it was written. Okay? That's what it is. It's written down. And that doesn't take away from oral tradition. That's good too. But accuracy uh, is not usually found in oral tradition. I mean, you know, usually when one person says something you hand it down to the next person, the time it gets to the third or fourth person, it's, it's totally different than what was first stated. But we can know this can be accurate. And uh, these, so these things could have been written as they were taught and as it was handed down to other generations but ultimately Moses is able to put this together uh, inspired by God and this is a document Uh, telegoth is the word here and it means something written down (laughs) that means our word of God is something that is written down it's not tradition that comes from the church it's something that's for real so it goes all the way back to guess who Adam Yeah written down. Something written down. Uh, Although there's only ten generations, they could very well have had that tradition. Okay. The big picture of Genesis, you have the history of the heavens and the earth and that's found uh, like in chapter 2, verse 4. This is the account of the heavens and the earth when they were created. Then you notice here in chapter 5, this is the book of the generations of Adam. Uh, just to save some time, chapter 9, you get the same thing. Chapter 10, chapter 11. Chapter 11, verse 27. Chapter 12, verses uh, 25. Chapter 25, verse 19. Chapter 36. Chapter 37. There, you've already gotten to Jacob. This is the record of the generations. This is the history. This is something that's written down. These are people that are important in here. Um, okay. Uh, this is the book of the Generations of Adam. Uh, the name is Adam. It's going to come from Adam. But uh, also that word Adam uh, also means man. This book of the Generations of Man. So not only is it meaning Adam, but it's also meaning us. This is the generations that we are involved with, who we came from. Uh, in the day when God created man, He made him in the likeness of God, uh, it shows that we we didn't evolve, uh, evolve right? Uh, instant communion with God. I mean, we have the, man had the capacity to talk with him. He had mind, emotions, will, all the different things we talked about there. Um, uh, he's part of the whole created order here. He understands. He can relate to this God. He created them, male and female, and he blessed them and named them man, Adam. He named. Uh, you can look at it two ways. He named Adam and Eve Adam. That's how closely related they were. Um, so she took his name. It can also mean uh, he named this this creation of male and female. Uh, this is man. This is humankind. This is man. So either way, I've seen it. Uh, A lot of different ways it can be taken. But the day they were created, they were made in the image of God. And uh, this is not just a story of Adam and Eve, but this is a story of all of us. We've been put in that godly line. Adam acted in behalf of us. He represented us. He was the head, the federal head of the human race. And because he represented us, that's why we uh, are in Adam when we are born. And that's why we're found in sin already. We're already there even before we come out of the room, we're <laughs> in uh, Verse 3, uh, when Adam had lived 130 years, and of course a lot of this we've already spoke about now. You're going to see, well, we're just backing up and, and uh, looking at, uh, remember our chronology that we had there uh, on, our, on our sheets? Okay, Adam had lived 130 years, he became the father of a son in his own likeness, according to his image, and named him Seth. Then the days of Adam after he became the father of Seth were 800 years, and he had other sons and daughters. So there were more sons and daughters coming. From who? Yeah. So all the days that Adam and lived were 930 years and he died. Very specific. God just doesn't say, hey, "Adam was here, he had children and then he died." We get a lot of information. This is how important God's word is. And I don't understand why people would have to say that they're gaps only to say, well, it has to fit in here somehow with my evolution and my scientific understanding. I can't take this um, the intellectualism that's out there and bypass that And and I don't want to be an idiot, and I don't want to fall in disfavor with the rest of the Christian community, so therefore there has to be gaps in here. Well, why would God even put it like this with these numbers? There's His Son, and His Son begets that Son, that Son begets that Son. I don't see any of them missing. I don't see a missing link whatsoever, and you see the same ones in those other passages. I think we have a lot to go on there. I don't think we're foolish. I think we're biblical. And we take the Word of God in a literal sense where it has to be taken literally. And when you see numbers, those usually mean something. And we've already seen that in day one, day two, day three, all the way up through day seven. Oh, Bill. Uh, Bob. Um,
1: I'm just looking at verse three. After 130 years, he had a son in his own likeness. After his did call called his name Seth. Any spiritual um, yeah, from that. 20, 20
0: his own likeness after his own. Likeness. Oh, thank you, Bob. Uh yeah, I'm 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 gonna skip some things here I'm yeah, tonight. You, You're right. Yeah. Uh, you're right. Yeah. Uh I think that's something to note there. He became the father of a son in his own likeness, according to the image in Seth. Now the thing is when Adam was created, he was created without sin. Right. Now Seth, and of course, like any 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 one of the other ones that were born, were born in sin. They are now in the likeness of man, of man yeah. rather than being like God. Now their image is marred.
1: There's They're still different the, glory. the image. There's a different glory.
0: Yeah, right. Corrupt, yeah. Corrupted or mixed. Yeah, and so. That's why I, uh, as I have looked at other commentators, uh, that's a good point. Uh, that's easy to skip over, but that's a real good point. I, I was going to try to bring that out, and I forgot. So thanks. That's 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 a that's an uh, I think a very important phrase there. All of these are, and I'm afraid I'm going to do this so quick that I'm going to do it injustice. But um, hey, it's up to you. You, you leave uh, leave it up to uh, some homework tonight here. As you read through this, you go, oh, I didn't I didn't see that before. Uh you know, we've just taken these at face value, we just read on through and boom we get to the next part. We want to get to the flood.
1: <laughs> 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 no. Actually,
0: actually you've been in chapter five, so you're okay. okay.
1: Yeah, I went in chapter five. I stock chapter the end of it. <laughs> all right. You're all right. My mind at
0: flood. Now, okay, Seth's been introduced, he's in four twenty five, wasn't he? Abel had been righteous, but he was dead. So, it's like there's got to be somebody else to get that line going again. Or is is this the one? You know, I imagine they were thinking, maybe this is the one. Can he be the seed? Adam died, and only one generation before the flood. Now, Now, that sounds like, what, you mean 70 years? Well... There's only really one generation to go because he lived all the way up through Lamech. Uh, the next, he didn't quite make it to Noah. Uh, there was another 120 years, I guess, or so. Uh, Adam, Adam, I don't know who I was talking about there. But yeah, so the one generation to the flood is Noah's generation. Of course, that's another 500 years, right? Um, Enosh. Do you see that name? Do we do we have that name coming up here now? Uh, in verse 6, Seth lived 105 years, became the father of Enosh. Then Seth lived... The same pattern here for, for every one of them. Seth lived 807 years after he became the father of Enosh and he had other sons and daughters. So he had sons and daughters. Who knows how many? Here we go. So all the days of Seth were 912 years and he died. Okay? Enosh, that's his son, right? Boom, staying in that same line. Why would we need to miss any here? Enosh lived 90 years and became the father of Kenan. Then Enosh lived 815 years after he became the father of Kenan, and he had other sons and daughters. So all the days of Enosh were 905 years and, let's all say it, he died. Canaan lived 70 years and became oh, he was only 70 years old till he had uh, Mahalalel. Yeah. Yeah. Then Canaan lived 840 years, tells how long he lives, after he uh, became the father of Mahalalel, uh, okay, and after he had other sons and daughters, so all the days of Canaan were 910 years and he died. He died mahalalel lived 65 years. Well, that young whippersnapper came the father of Jared. Now, here is where the first submarine sandwich came into place.
1: He invented
0: No? The sub shop. Subway. Right? Jared? Okay. All right. He's the first one who started losing weight. He was eating very good. He's
1: the one that brought in the whole weight loss thing.
0: Yeah. And on that note, it's time to quit. No, No, I saw Ryan get up. He said, okay, this is enough. (laughs) Just kidding. Okay. (laughs) All right. All right. Jared lived 162 years, became the father of Enoch. There we go. Then Jared lived 800 years after he became the father of Enoch. He definitely outlived Enoch. Well, did he? Did he really outlive him? I don't. I, he never. Enoch never died. So, well, and he had other sons and daughters. So all the days of Jared were nine hundred and sixty-two years, and
1: he died.
0: Hey, he yeah, you got it. All right. Enoch lived sixty-five years and became the father of Methuselah. Enoch was the father of Methuselah. Enoch came from Jared. I don't see anything here that where there should be any gaps, right? Enoch lived 65 years, Became the father of Methuselah. Then Enoch walked with God 300 years after he became the father of Methuselah. So he walked with God. I mean, how long did he live? 365, right? So he was 65 when he really walked with God. And that's having a full-blown communion. He had such a relationship with him. I mean, he just knew God. Talked with God. Everything was all about God. And God in His grace said, I just want you to come on up with me or whatever. It doesn't say that here, but... Uh, <laughs> it says he walked with God 300 years after he became the father of Methuselah and he had other sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And... no, nope. nope. We can't say it there, can we? <laughs> Enoch walked with God, and he was not
1: for. God took him. Amen. Wow. Huh. You know, some might know this was, uh in the story of Joseph. And this is a little different perspective on, on what's not. But that, if I remember right, that's what his brothers say about Joseph when they go back and report. You know, um, about their brother, you know, they're telling Joseph, who they don't know is Joseph yet. You know, they're saying, and then our other brother, who's not. Who is not. <laughs> yeah, just,
0: just a Is not. Yeah. And he was not, yeah. but God took him, yeah. Yeah, a little different. Um, about that death, God told Adam that he had died. Well, he did. (laughs) He just never told him when he would. It took 930 years. I want to tell you something about that. That's pretty cool that he can go that long and see that many. And at the same time, he's saying, "Oh, oh, there's another one born. They're going to look at me." And you know, here we go again. I'm going to let me tell you the story though. Uh, 930 years of realizing that I was responsible for bringing in sin had to bear on him a lot even though you know he knew God and and he knew about the great promise at the same time he has to give that bad news but he had to give the good news too God was very merciful though he didn't didn't take him out of the earth just like that and and there he goes to live that long and to see that many people and he must have affected a lot of people as God has already chosen beforehand yet at the same time he uses Adam and all these other guys to be in that godly line, to keep hearing that message. Okay, Methuselah lived 187 years, became the father of Lamech. Then Methuselah lived 782 years after he became the father of Lamech, and he had other sons and daughters. So all the days of Methuselah were 969 years, and he died. Lamech lived 182 years and became the father of a son. Now he called his name Noah, saying, This one will give us rest from our work. By the way, that's what Noah's name uh, can mean, rest. And from the toil of our hands, uh, arising from the ground which the Lord has cursed... Then Lamech lived 595 years after he became the father of Noah, and he had other sons and daughters, so he inserts Noah into this. So all the days of Lamech were 777 years, and he died. Noah was 500 years old, and Noah became the father of Shem, Ham, and Japheth. That sets it up for chapter 6, and that's exactly where you were dealing with there, Michael. Yeah. So that takes it up to 500 years before the flood. If you do the math... math meth... Methuselah. <laughs> Methuselah. If you do the math... You look at that little chart. I didn't make it up. That came out of James Montgomery Boyce's book. Yeah. So I copied that. I took the liberality to do that.
1: I thought we were special. No, <laughs> because... Well, I'll tell you... Oh, what,
0: well, uh, Carolyn will be my witness. I actually... Drew this out first of all on my on my little little oh, hand. You made wasn't even computer. Second part, we used to have a board, yeah. and I was going to go
1: downstairs
0: in the garage and get that board that we used to have that was so beat up, and it was all raggedy, you remember? the white board at the store?
1: Yeah.
0: And I got to think I, and I saw the stand, and I go, oh, okay. Wait a minute, I'm the one who packed this garage. Uh, you know what? We threw that away. So I didn't have the board to draw all this on to have it, because I wasn't going to take the time to do that and let you guys wait as I went through it. So I said, oh, I got a copier here. There's modern techniques we can use. <laughs> anyway, thanks Mike. Alright, I'll Alright, there's a story to all this. You ready for this? By the way, you know what Shem's name is? And, and Shem is important because that's the Semitic line. And that's the line that you're going to see, the line that God is going to continue to work through. That's the Semites. That's the, the family of the Jews that starts with Abram. And that's why Shem is important. You know what his name is? Or name means? A name. <laughs> name means name. Uh, story is this. Adam. And and, and the whole story is found in this line. In this genealogy, you can see the story of the gospel. What's the story? Everybody knows the story. We, We know creation, right? Then in the genealogy, you see Adam. You see the fall. But in the fall, God's mercy and grace is seen. And then we see what? Salvation. And you definitely see a picture of salvation in... How about Enoch? Who God took a picture of the ones he will eventually take. And of course, we'll have glorified bodies, uh, but he, he will take us. Uh, and so that's, that's the ultimate salvation that we look to. Uh, also, in this uh, genealogy, we see that there is new creation because Noah is going to be the one who takes the other seven to start a new world, a new life. In the recreated world, or the the world after this this flood uh, that did all this damage. So, do you, do you see the story there? Do you see the gospel story in the genealogy? That was really my old point as I put it there. But really, I wanted to say that God's word is very specific, uh, and when he when he starts. Showing details and numbers. I think it's something to do, and you can say, Well, boy, this is going to blow up against the grain against all those intellectual people that are Christians, and they have all these books out, and there's a lot of intellectual people who've been persuaded by other intellectual people, and they don't want to make it look like they're stupid, so they're not going to say anything. They'll say, Well, yeah, there's million year gaps in there somewhere. There's at least, there could be five or six different people between each one of these but it could be but each is from that and that's the point I really wanted to make God's word is so detailed we have the word of God Let's pray. Father, we thank You for this evening and thank You for Your Word and this truth. And this is the Gospel story found in the book of Genesis. We see sin and we see Your grace and Your mercy picking out a chosen group of people that You're going to work through to bring Your name glory. For it is all about You. It's not about these men, even though they are a godly people, but they're only godly because You made them that way. Uh, even though they still sin, And here is your line still going today. And we have the gospel story to give to ourselves. We preach it to ourselves. We preach it to each other. And we need to preach it to the lost. Thank you for this opportunity as uh, we continue to study your word. In, son, in your son's name, amen.